Listener Production. Why was Collins Foods' share price finger-licking good today? And which health fund is providing more cost-of-living relief for members? Good afternoon, I'm Laura. I'm Craig. It's Tuesday the 27th of June. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Well, Craig, a much better day on the market today. Yes, we're back in the winner's list, and uh, I think to some extent we can thank China. The Chinese Premier came out and spoke about the potential for more stimulus, and the iron ore price went up, and mining share prices went up, yes. and uh, so it provided a little bit of a boost. The, yes. the boost we needed. So we did recoup all of yesterday's losses. And just to mention as well, we saw shares in the US falling overnight, but we bucked the trend once again. This seems to be a trend that we're bucking the trend. Now that's not always the case in terms of Australia. It's the case of playing follow the leader with either the United States or the North American trend or the European trend. And we're not doing that at the moment. We're not. We're not. We're creating a new trend. We're we're too hip to follow the old trend now. <laughs> so we saw the ASX 200 lift by 40 points, 0.6% to 7,118 today. Six of 11 sectors improved. Today's standout was real estate stocks. We saw the group lifting by around 2%. We saw banks and miners lifting, as you mentioned, miners before. On the other hand, tech stocks retreated today after a drop of more than 1% on the tech-heavy Nasdaq overnight. Indeed. So the miners were up there. If we look at the big miners, they were up by anything between 1.5% and 3%. And the BHP, banks were up. Fortescue. Yep. yep Rio the, Tinto. Yep. And the banks were up anywhere between half of 1% and the 1.6%. And it was actually Westpac of the four major banks that was up the most today. Yes, indeed. We also had weekly consumer confidence. Good to touch base and see how confident investors are feeling this week. Yeah, there was a modest increase, but really there's nothing to, to write home about. No. The, the sort of run that we've seen in terms of consumer confidence, you've got to go back to the 1990-91 recession to find mm. the consumer confidence holding at these sorts of levels. One of the, the more forward-looking components of the, the questions that are asked each and every week is in terms of future financial conditions, how your finance is going to be you know, in 12 months' time. And, and that fell to the lowest reading since basically the pandemic, you know, sort of March mm. of uh, 2020. So certainly you know, sort of not, not overly you know, sort of positive. We also saw consumers lifting inflation expectations, and that's the last thing the Reserve Bank would want to see. Definitely not what they want to see at all. In terms of winners and losers today, we had KFC operator Collins Food was today's best performer, up around 17%. Just to note, it also does own Taco Bell restaurants and franchises some Sizzler restaurants too. The company released its full year results today. Revenue was up around 14% to $1.35 billion, but profit fell 12% and its dividend stayed the same. This is because of inflationary pressures. It costs more to pay its workers, energy bills, the cost of food ingredients has gone up. So this has put a damper on its profit over the full year. But the reason its share price lifted is because for the first seven weeks of the new financial year for the company, its sales growth has been super strong. So I think that's what investors were really excited about today. But again, the company warned that inflation isn't going away and it's expected to put pressure on its margins for most of financial year 24, but still the best performer today. Finger looking good, you might even say. You might even say that. What yes. a silly thing to say from me. <laughs> uh, shut up and take my money. Yes. Shut up and take <laughs> my money. Yes. Anyway, we'll get to it one day. Bigger cheese. 
Yes, uh, the Bigu Group could confirm that normalised earnings before tax is going to be at the low end of the range of 160 to 190 million. They've also announced the sale and leaseback of the Port Melbourne site for almost 115 million dollars. Now, what it also said is it will recognise 21 million dollars in uh, organisational restructure costs. So FY or this the coming results uh, for the full financial year 20 to 23. The organisational restructure, it involves things like product range revision, back office streamlining, a refined customer engagement system and tax consolidation. So a lot happening in terms of Vega. Not a lot happening in terms of the share price, though. It was actually down today by nine-tenths of 1%. Yeah, that's right. There was a lot to unpack, so it was just split into three different sections, that announcement. But I guess those key takeaways there that there could be tougher conditions with milk production declining. And that's basically what investors sort of held on to from that update. We also heard from Medibank today, its shares slumped 4%. It was today's worst performer after regulators said they now require the company to have an additional $250 million in capital after its cyber attack last October. Yes, indeed, they did. We also heard from Medibank's rival, NIB Holdings. Yes, NIB further defers premiums on the members. Now, they were supposed to cut in on April the 1st. Now it's pushed that out to October. So that's good news for the 651,000 members of NIB. Uh, The savings will total almost $36 million as a result of that. And, uh, of course, that will have to be reflected in its uh, earnings for the full financial year. The premium increase which is going to come into place is 2.72%. It's actually the second lowest increase in premium behind 2022, which was up by 2.66%. But did the share price rise? No, No. it didn't rise on the back of that news. It was down in the order of 1.5%. It doesn't always go in the direction that you think it's going to go based on the news, so you never know what you're going to get. We also heard from Sonic Healthcare today. It's a Sydney-based lab testing and medical diagnostics company. It rose today after saying it will buy a Swiss laboratory network from SynLab Group, which is an international lab diagnostics company headquartered in Germany. So the company wanted to divest its Swiss operations, and now Sonic Healthcare will buy it for 150 million Swiss francs to expand its presence in Switzerland. It already does operate there, but it wants to grow and it currently operates in Belgium and New Zealand and the US as well. All right, shifting tax now to uh, Qantas. Uh, it indicated today that domestic capacity is back to pre-COVID levels. And what it expects over the next couple of weeks is 4 million passenger movements over the school holiday period, if you look at Qantas and Jetstar. It says travel demand actually remains quite strong at the moment. And he believes that travel is being prioritised over uh, other activities. Uh, now, it um, uh, has got an underlying profit before tax range of anywhere between $2.42 and $2.47 billion. So we'll just have to see whether that comes to, to fruition. It just seems as though the, it's the stocks I'm covering today. This share price was lower also. <laughs> yeah, down by around 1% price. today. Yes, indeed, spot yeah. on. In, in terms of travel demand, if, if Instagram's anything to go off, I can definitely vouch for that because it seems like everyone is overseas in Europe at the moment and I'm very jealous of the tans everyone's getting. So I'm just waiting for Sydney summer over here because I'll, I'll be working every day, so <laughs> no sun for me. 
Anyway, we heard from PointsBet today. They went into a trading halt this morning before the market opened. And just again, a trading halt is basically a pause in trading at the request of the company. They'll put their request through to the ASX and they can be in a halt for anywhere up to two trading days and then they'll come out of that trading halt. But if they don't, they'll go into a suspension, either voluntary or imposed. So it remained in a trading halt throughout the day. The reason they gave was to enable it to manage its continuous disclosure obligations in relation to a material transaction. A material transaction, Craig, what do you think that means? Well, something that will move the share price. Yeah, either up or down. Up or down. is What is it, material in a good way or a bad way? We don't know. So I guess that's what we're we're waiting to find out. Could be, you know, someone sold off the stock. Maybe someone bought it. Could be a number of things. So we'll just have to wait and see until they release that. So one to watch over the next couple of days and see what comes out of that. Tomorrow, the day we've been waiting for, <laughs> Inflation Day for May. Yeah, we've been flagging it for quite, quite some time because there hasn't been anything else to, to talk about in terms of domestic, well, key domestic economic indicators. So we've got the monthly consumer price index. The expectation is that the annual rate will fall from 6.8% to either 6.1% or 6.2%. Now, the Commonwealth Bank Group has a forecast of 6.2%. Market consensus is 6.1%. If we get much below that, if we get you know sort of something with a five handle, a five point eight, five point nine, that will increase the pressure on the Reserve Bank to stay on the interest rate or go to the interest rate sidelines and stay there. You know, sort of in, in basically assess a little bit more information. At this stage, we've only got a twenty four percent chance of a twenty five basis point interest rate hike you know, next week. So it, it remains to be seen, and of course it's. Um, the consumer price index, the monthly measure, which is out tomorrow, and then on Thursday, the retail trade figures. Of course, and those two will be really pivotal. So by Thursday, we should sort of maybe know what direction we're going to go with interest rates next Tuesday. So we'll keep our eyes out for this. So inflation data for May will be out at 11.30 a.m. Sydney time. So we should see some movement in the market right about the time when those figures come out, depending on which way they go. And on that note, I think that's all of our chatting points for today. Plenty to cover. Well, we're still waiting, those central bankers, you know, sort of in Central and Portugal. I haven't checked the the weather conditions for them, but um, <laughs> that's, that's still, you know, sort of another night away. You know, yes, sort of. yes. We'll talk about that one tomorrow night. We're going to hear from a lot of the central banks. And make sure you tune into tomorrow morning's podcast, and Craig and I will be back here tomorrow afternoon. Have a good evening. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.